Hey, I'm not gonna be a real patient guy now. Huddle up, huddle up. You know what? You're like my wife when you get in space. You just get lost. We're not posing for football cards now, offense. We're not posing for football cards. Let's play with some speed. Just get north and south. You're not Billy White Shoes Johnson. How stupid are we? Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your skull? Well, call it on Tom Brady, will you? Call it on those guys. I've never seen that in my life. Do it again. Do it again. Ho, 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 ho! Santa Claus is here, huddle up! You gotta build the foundation, man. That's what we're doing here. Welcome back, Raider Nation, to another episode of the Behind the Eye Patch podcast, brought to you by my humble self, Micah, Tyler, my partner in crime, and yes, sir. Birch, Birch is going to be joining us at some point, right, Tyler? He, he we hope so. We've stepped... had technical difficulties tonight. It's like yes. the universe is saying, don't do what you're about to do, and I don't know why, but that's what it's saying, but we're going to kick the universe uh, right in the face, and we're going to record anyways. Yeah, yeah, and we're going to see what happens, and maybe by the end of this we'll go, you know what, there was a reason why <laughs> maybe we shouldn't have done this. But anyway, Raider Nation, welcome back to another episode. We appreciate you tagging along with us. It's been a couple weeks. Last time we were here, we covered a little Pac-12 with Hema. This week, guys, we got a little something different I'd like to do. With all the quarterback talk going on, Tyler, I'd like to go over, I think, in my opinion, the top four quarterbacks in the NFL draft and then kind of do a little roundtable discussion about all of the quarterbacks in uh, that are going to be hitting free agency that are already, obviously, NFL quarterbacks. And I just want to get some predictions from you two gentlemen as Birch steps back up to the mic. Birch, my man, how are you doing? Great. Sorry, I apologize. It's all Gosh good. dang it's all kids. Good. <laughs> But I'd like to go back and take a look at uh, quarterbacks in the free agency, top four quarterbacks in the draft, and kind of just get a little roundtable discussion. I want to see where you guys think everybody's going to go, uh, where everybody's going to end up, and uh, see see what's going to go down as we are approaching, fast approaching, free agency, obviously the draft. Today, the combine just started, so obviously the buzz is all it, it, the buzz is in the air, man? With everything going on today, we heard about apparently the the Raiders are heavily shopping Derek Carr. Um, <laughs> you know, cannot confirm or deny that, but my inside sources are telling me something. I'll let you guys know what that is later on in the podcast. As always, you want to give us a call, you want to talk free agency, you want to talk draft. We've had people on the show before that don't like talking about the draft, don't know why. So um, if you want to talk about the free agency, we could talk about that too. If you want to just not talk about any of that and just talk about the upcoming season, what you see happening, give us a call, 208-557-9771, or hit us up on Twitter. this week. Excellent. We'll Mr. get to the... John. Ah, I like it. We'll get to, we'll, get to the, um, we'll get to the voicemail here in just a bit. But call, talk about whatever you like, as long as it's Oakland Raider related. As always, we're family friendly and we're political free. I don't know what episode we're on, Tyler. We never really st- kept track and kept count 
of our episode count, we just figured, you know what, we're just going to keep putting out quality content week in, week out, and you know what, let the chips fall where they may. So I think we're probably, what, on 40, 50 episodes deep into this thing would be my guess. I don't know. Something, Something like, like that. that. Anywho, so give us a call. Hit us up on Twitter if you want, at Behind Patch. Follow us there. You can shoot us a message there if you don't want to call in. Or if you're still on Facebook like myself, uh, you can shoot us a message in our Facebook group. At, or no, There's no at on Facebook. Just Behind the Eye Patch on Facebook. Search for the group. Send us a message. We'll talk about what you want to talk about. Send us a message what you want to talk about. We'll dissect it. We'll analyze it. We'll go over it. We'll tell you where you're wrong. We'll tell you where you're right. And uh, everybody will all be better for it at the end of the day. At least that's what I like to think. Um, anywho, gentlemen, like I said, the combine just started. I just hear now that Jordan Love, the quarterback out of Utah, is potentially a top 10 pick, which leads me to this question. Is there a player that you guys think after this combine is going to be overhyped heading into the draft? Tyler, we'll start with you. We already know the answer. What? What's my Jordan answer? Love? <laughs> no, I, uh, I don't know. Sure, Jordan Love. <laughs> that was easy. <laughs> Coax him into it. Like we watched this guy play at Utah State his sophomore year, he did really well. Uh, then his coach went away, his system changed. Uh, his, you know, some of his weapons went away as well, and he didn't have a great year in the Mountain West Conference. So, what leads people to believe that if he can't like overcome some things, like changes in the Mountain West Conference? How is he going to adapt to the NFL? That's my. That's the biggest question that I have. Is if right. like you can't beat Boise State or you can't beat uh, I don't know who else did they play Air Force or or team you know kind of bottom ranking teams Colorado State. What in the heck makes you think that you're going to adjust to the NFL? Like yes, you've got intangibles, but like didn't Brock Osweiler have intangibles? I mean, there's right. there's a lot of people that have intangibles, but that doesn't mean that they're going to translate well to the NFL. Um, you know, I guess hand size is a big thing. He's got ginormous hands, and you know what they say about that. You can grip a football better. <laughs> allegedly. Um, allegedly. And, I mean, I don't know. I just saw him throw an out route that Birch, that Birch sent me, or it was a fade route into the end zone, which is a new combine drill this year and he was like 15 yards over the guy's head so i mean that that should be a fairly routine play i i would think i don't know i'm not a nfl quarterback and maybe that's the reason why is because i couldn't throw the fade but alas (laughs) jordan love is a good one there's a few others that i think will be overly hyped um but i think that's probably the biggest one that's a good one I like it. I like it. Birch, name pop out to you, perhaps, that is getting a lot of love, a lot of hype, maybe putting up some big numbers at the Combine that you're going, eh, no, not not buying it. Oh, man. I knew you were going to come to me next. Oh, I don't. Names that are popping out to me right now, I, I don't know. I haven't looked a lot into Herbert. I don't. To me, right. I just don't. I don't like 
him very much. <laughs> Maybe right. that's because I haven't looked in, into it a lot, but just to me, I feel like he may be a little bit overhyped. Maybe like a Jordan Love, even though he did play in a bigger conference, the Pac-12 uh, right. conference of champions, if you will. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's that would be my guess. He, he kind of reminds me of like uh, he has the potential to be like a Mariota, right? Where like he gets a lot of hype, a lot of love. People are like, oh, he can move, he can pass the ball. I mean, Mariota obviously out of Oregon as well. Um, and then comes into the league and, you know, just struggles to, you know, at that next level. Um, a guy that jumps out to me, um, and he's not a big name, I guess, but he's, a, I mean, he's in a lot of people's top 50 players. And I'm going to just throw this out there. DeAndre Swift, the running back out of Georgia. I don't know. I, I, I have my doubts about, uh, I've watched him play and uh, I can't even like put my finger on it. I'm just going with my gut. I just don't think uh, one of Jeremiah's position ranking. He's got him like like 17th best player overall in the draft, and I'm like, eh, no, I, I'm not buying that. Maybe a second day player, round two, round three, might end up being that anyway. But um, I don't know. Ranked 17 out of uh, in top 50 players in the draft. That seems way high for me for him. Matt so, Miller has him at 14. Yeah, I don't know that. In my opinion. Maybe I'll eat crow in a year or two, but DeAndre Swift running back out of Georgia is my uh, uh, overhyped player uh, coming into the draft season, which leads us to let's just go just right into the draft. Gentlemen, Raider Nation, obviously the quarterback uh, position is the most talked about heading into this offseason. Seems like there is a potential for a lot of moving and shaking. Um in the NF, you know, for at the quarterback position. So this is my question to you guys. We have, in my opinion, here are the top four quarterbacks, in my opinion, that are getting like kind of the most love in the start, you know, in this draft, in the 2020 draft. Herbert, Burrow, Tua, and Love. Right. So we're gonna go through this list, and I want you guys to try to predict, and we're gonna write it down. Let's see who gets the most right. We're going to start in the draft. Then we're going to move to a little bit more difficult scenario in the free agency. But let's start with Burrow. I I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll get the ball rolling. I, I think Cincinnati would have to be absolutely like stoned out of their mind to not take Burrow, right? Number one overall. So I'm going to he's pencil in. He's got small in. hands, though, and he's That's contemplating right. retirement because of said small hands. I saw that. That was awesome. That was an awesome quote. I'm going to go Cincy, though. Joe Burrow to since the to the Bengals makes the most sense. Number one overall pick. Um, you guys disagree with that at all? No, I don't think Negative. so. I think if if there was a a change up, perhaps, um, and this would this would be very uh, Bengali. Maybe they take Chase Young instead of a quarterback. They're like, ah, we got Andy Dalton. We'll suck one more year. Let's go get Trevor Lawrence next year but we'll take a foundational piece on defense. I don't know. That might ha yeah. that could happen as well. Uh, very true. I like that. But I'm going to go Cincinnati. I'm going to stick to my guns. I'm going to go Cincinnati gets Burrow, even though he's got uh, midget hands, allegedly. Now let's go to Herbert. Out of Oregon, quarterback out of Oregon. Um, Tyler, I'm going to let you start this one off. Where does Herbert land in the draft? Good question. Um, 
Let me pull up. I'm sorry. Let me pull up um, the draft order. The next team. That... I think. So the next team that that needs one. The Dolphins. So you've got the Redskins, Lions, Giants, Dolphins. Allegedly, the Lions are shopping Stafford. So right. that could be a smoke screen. It could be nothing. You know, it, it could right. be nothing. Um, and or it could be something. But then you know that the Giants took Daniel Jones last year. They're not going to be taking a quarterback this year. Right. Right. The next one is the Dolphins, who I don't think stand pat. My guess is that probably the Dolphins or the Chargers are going to move up to that number three spot where the Lions are. So depending on if Burroughs goes first, um, and let's say maybe Miami has a little bit more ammo because they have three first-rounders. They move up to where the Lions are at, and they probably take... I would guess that they're they would take Tua would be my my gut feeling, um, and after Tua probably comes Herbert, and my best guess is going to be that Herbert ends up as a Charger. That is that's my best guess yeah. is that either they move up and take Tua, and he and. Uh, Herbert ends up with the Dolphins or the Dolphins are going to move up, get the guy they want. And then maybe he falls, Herbert falls to the chargers. Cause I don't think that the Cardinals, the Cardinals aren't going to take another quarterback. The Jags aren't going to take a quarterback. (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland shouldn't take one. And the jets shouldn't take one. Um, The Colts I could see, or Tampa Bay, I could see moving up. Um, But really that's about, that's really the only teams that I could see moving up into that is probably you're looking at a battle for Tua at number three would be my guess because Haskins is with the Redskins, and I my guess is they take Chase Young. So it's probably going to be Tua to the Dolphins, and my guess is Herbert to the Chargers is is who that that's That's just my guess. There you go. Like it. Birch, d- agree or disagree on that? Uh, I have to agree on that one. I think that's, I don't necessarily think the Dolphins will move up. I don't, I mean, there's a lot of smoke screens flying around nowadays, especially with coming into free agency and then heading into the draft. You don't know who to trust or what's true, what's not true. Um, That competitive, competitive advantage, old Dennis Allen. I mean, take it as it is, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so that leaves us. I, I agree. I think Herbert goes to the Chargers. I think um, – I actually think the Chargers will move up and take – because I think there's going to be – there's enough – like there are, there are enough question marks surrounding Tua that I think the Dolphins are going to be pretty confident that he falls to them. And I think the Chargers will make a move up at, uh, to ensure that they get Herbert – and then uh, the Dolphins will be sitting there, and they're going to snag Tua. Um, last one on the list for now. Let's go Jordan Love, quarterback out of Utah. Um, Birch, you want to start this one off? Yeah, he's going to Las Vegas. 
He's going just, to the Raiders. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. Dang it. <clears throat> I was enjoying. I, I was really. I mean, at this point, I know we're going to get on get to the free agent quarterbacks and later in the show. I don't think there's anybody out there that's going to be any better than what Derek Carr puts out on the field. I mean, right. And unless you want to really light a fire under him and draft a quarterback to one that needs a little bit of grooming that can, uh, you know, sit behind him and light a, light a fire under his butt and say, listen, here's the line. Like, this is it. Like you either prove it or get out. Like, I'm, I don't think it's going to happen. Right. I think Carr will still be there. So I'm going to say that love goes to Indianapolis to the Colts at 12 Ooh. or 13. Excuse me. I like it. That's exactly what I've got written down. Actually. I figured, um, what am, where am I sitting here? Uh, I saw the Raiders and I see the bucks sitting there. And I think the Colts, what, what I think what makes the Colts so intriguing is that, um, both the Colts and the Bucks, actually, they've got a setup right now that's serviceable, right? Like you, you, they could continue with you know Jacoby. The Bucks could continue with Winston, but like a guy like Love, you sit him behind either Jacoby or Winston. Do but you want he's him there. learning from those guys, though. <laughs> no, I don't but, know. Thirty interceptions last year. Whew. Yeah, but the most passing yards, man. <laughs> Um, no, anyway, but, uh, um, uh, I think I, I see uh, for whatever reason, I don't know, maybe it's just, uh, gut feeling again, but I see the bucks with the receiving weapons that they have and the big bodies that they have. I see them wanting to go after a quarterback with a little bit more experience, a little bit more like win now mode. Uh, obviously everybody's in win now mode, but I think, I think, I think the Bucks will adjust the quarterback situation in free agency, and we'll get to that. But I see I'm exactly right there with you, Birch. I think the Colts. I think the Raiders pass on it. No sense, in my opinion, unless they've moved Carr in the free agency for the Raiders to grab love. And we're predicting before the free agency starts um, what's going to happen. So, yeah, I've got good love going to the Colts as well. Tyler, agree, disagree? What do you got there? Do you have something else? No, I think that sounds good. Oh, come uh, on. We can't all no. be in agreement on this. Dang it. Okay, I, I'm going to throw one more in there then. I'm going to throw one in more. Hurts, quarterback, Oklahoma, formerly of Alabama. Where does Hurts land? Uh, Tyler, you go first. I've heard that his stock is actually climbing. After the Senior Bowl, he'd kind of dropped. People were thinking third, fourth, maybe around the third or fourth round um, as far as draft position would would go. Um, I actually heard Daniel Jeremiah. I was just watching some of the, the combine, which I love, by the way. Like It's, it's fun to watch. Those guys are amazing athletes. There was some dude that put up 44 reps on the bench press today. Unreal. Ah. 225 pounds, 44 times. Just it, crazy, crazy. Um, but, you know, I, I I heard Daniel Jeremiah say he may go mid, mid to late second round. So if you're looking at mid to late second round picks, I mean, I don't know. Would, would like, New England – take a flyer on him perhaps right. or um I, I don't know can i tell you where i hope he ends where i hope he ends up sure where i hope he ends up is las vegas in the third round that's what right. i hope happens is you know 
I've seen that mocked out. Or yes. who knows? Yep. Birch hurts. Where does he end up? In your- oh man, that's a tough one. I I don't know. I can't. I can't agree with Tyler because we can't agree on everything. I mean, I do. I do yeah, like hurts. Pre-planned Raider Nation. This is- <laughs> Um, I do like Hertz. He's a winner. He came from a winning program, two winning programs. Um, he's mobile in the pocket, uh, makes good reads. A lot. Of, um, I don't know. Yeah, I. I would guess that he's probably like third, fourth round. I don't see him climbing into the second unless people start panicking, which can sometimes happen in the draft when all. When you have four quarterbacks go in the top 15, your pickings get pretty slim there. So you never know. I mean, he could go in the second round. Depends on how he threw tonight at the Combine. He looked good. Yeah, do you have a a team, though? Do you you predict a team for that? Throw a name out there. Oh, man. I don't have one off the top of my head. Go ahead, and I will get back to you on that one. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take it. I'm going for this. One. Oakland's gonna move into the second round. I'm sorry, the Vegas Raiders are gonna move into the second round and pick up Hurts. I'm just, I'm gonna call it right now. Uh, the reason why we've seen Mayock and Gruden the last couple of years, they're trying to pick like high character players, and everything Hurts has been through after getting transferred out of Alabama. And not just going into Oklahoma and like being serviceable, but going into Oklahoma and putting up massive numbers again in a different with a different team, different system, and, and just being able to like just flawlessly um, uh, make that switch to me uh, speaks volumes. And I saw an interview with him, or I think it was a coach, a coach or some players, but it was about three quarters of the way through the college football season. And they talked about his leadership ability with the team, being able to come in from Alabama and, um, and just like take over the locker room and be able to uh, lead Oklahoma to the type of season that they had. Uh, it was a you know, first year player. Obviously he had, you know, he's a seasoned player, but as a you know first year starter in Oklahoma, um, I think that's the type of player that Gruden and Mayock are looking for. So I think they're going to move into about the mid-second round, maybe late later part of the second round. We've got three third-round picks, and they're going to pick him up. That's my call. He's going to be wearing the silver and black. That is going to be the insurance behind Carr and the plan B. If, you know, we're seven, eight games into the season, and we're only, you know, we're three and four or something like that, and it's not looking good. Well, my I, think that's, I think that's a great thing. I mean, you take C.D. Lamb at 12 if he's there, and then you have yep. a little chemistry with him and Jalen Hurts. And, I mean, the backup quarterback position definitely needs to be <laughs> addressed right. because Mike Glennon, garbage. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So I there, hear me now, believe me later. Maybe it's part of just I want him. So um, and let it be known. Uh, we have been high on the Hertz bandwagon. Uh, how long have we been on the Hertz hype train, Tyler? For like, I don't know, three or four months now, five, six months. It's yeah, been. I mean, been during the college mid, football midway season. through the season. Yeah. So, dang it, that's Hertz. Much like uh, Hunter Renfro, man, he's our boy. He's our boy, Tyler. And if he gets picked, 
you know, I, I'll probably That'd get be five, two seven, years two. in a row that we've brought to pass two great Raiders players. Absolutely. Just so people know. Which officially makes you an insider if you weren't officially, officially already an insider. So thank you uh, for anybody. Who's, yeah, well, and it's it's uh, that's mostly for people who are trying to figure out how do you become an insider? That's how you become an insider, Raider Nation. You make the you correct called, predictions. Exactly. You you call draft picks a year in advance. That's right. What, that's how you do it. Booyah. <laughs> do they even say booyah anymore? <laughs> we do now. <laughs> we do. All right. Guys, which brings us to free agency. I've got a list of names here. Not everybody, but I believe it's the big names, the starter type names. We're going to kind of rapid fire through this. We don't have to rapid fire. Feel free to stop, pause, reflect, give us your thoughts. We're going to just jump right into it. Free agent quarterbacks that are potential to hit the open market. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Warning. Yes, Derek Carr is on the list. So if that makes you uncomfortable, if you're insecure about that, then you might want to fast forward. But Derek Carr, uh, you know, like I said, came out today. A couple of guys were talking. And, uh, you know, everything's hearsay. You know, I mean, come on, man. You got to enjoy the rumors. Enjoy the rumor mill. So, um, but Carr is part of that. I think I would say Carr is like right at the top, probably two or three names of the free agency quarterback rumor mill, whether you think it's going to happen or not. Um, that's just the fact of life right now. So, with that being said, we're not starting with Carr. We're going to start with Nick Foles, Jacksonville. All right, Tyler, Birch, Tyler, we'll start with you. Nick Foles, Jacksonville, keeping him, or are they shipping him out? And is Nick Foles going to start for somebody else in 2020? And if so, who? Nick Foles should not be a starter. Um, (laughs) I would release him. And if he was a backup anywhere, I would hope he goes back to like the Eagles because that's the only place that he seems to play well. Because I think I told you guys at the beginning of the season, going out and signing him for a lucrative contract was stupid. Granted, he got hurt in Jacksonville, but there he he doesn't belong as a starter in a system where he has to adapt. It has to be adapted to him. And coaches don't do that. For whatever reason for whatever reason, I don't know, but in in Philadelphia, Peterson could adapt his system to what Foles did best, and Foles did well. He went down to Jacksonville. He wasn't doing very well. He got beat out by Gardner the Minshew and uh Strap Minshew, baby. Jockstrap <laughs> Minshew. Also have another name for him, but it's not family appropriate, so I shall not <laughs> say that name. Um, and so honestly, I don't think Nick Foles, he signed that big deal. I don't know what his dead cap money, like the, if they cut him, what his, what that, uh, cap would be or that hit to the salary cap, but golly, like you're going to pay him that much money to start or, or I mean, to sit the bench, you're almost better eating the dead, the dead cap space and just being like, okay, we're going with Gardner Here's what we need to do and and go from that point. Yeah. Like it, Birch. Going to keep him on as he shipped out. What's going to happen? No, Tyler has some good points there. He's too expensive to keep on as a backup quarterback in Jacksonville. 
I would say this is my prediction is the he's going to be backing up Drew Locke in Denver because uh, oh, John Elway has a fetish for <laughs> not very good quarterbacks <laughs> unless it's Peyton Manning, which, yeah. I like but, it. yeah, that would be my prediction. This one's tough for me because, like, I mean, I think they're going to go with Minshew, right? I think you've got to you got to go on for that. And I'm, I haven't looked into the details as far as like, yeah, the cap space, what they would eat if they just had to, you know, if they just released him, but that's a lot of money. Like, like Tyler, you know, you mentioned, that's a lot of money to, to leave on the table for a backup. Um, you know what? I'm going to go. Uh, there is a T. Well, here's the problem though. Here's what I think. Is he going to want to go back and be a backup somewhere? You know, after Jacksonville gave him a starting gig, here's okay. I'm gonna, I would go maybe a little bold. I'm gonna say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers pick him up. Tampa Bay Buccaneers pick up Nick Foles because the Bucks, for almost as long as the Raiders, have had a revolving door at the quarterback position. Um, and I don't. Th- I think the. Um, I think they're gonna let Foles and Winston fight it out. See what happens. And I think Foles is going to end up winning. Winston's going to be on the bench. And then Winston will get shipped out or something there will happen. So I'm going to go Foles to the Buccaneers. All right. Uh, Interessante. Yeah. You Um, think Winston's staying in Tampa? No, I don't. That... Way to ruin it, Birch. Sorry, I'm sorry. Sorry. This next quarterback. Gosh. Jumping. Yeah. Would you Would you let me get through this list here? All right. We'll no, go to Jameis sorry. Winston. Sorry. Jameis Winston. Hey, Hi, Mike. Birch. What about yeah. Jameis Winston? Why don't you go first? Oh my gosh. Um. Here's Here's the problem I have with Jameis Winston. Uh, who 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 does he go start for? I don't think Jameis Winston's a starting quarterback. I think Jameis Winston's a very serviceable backup, but I don't think Jameis Winston's a starting quarterback. Um, but where do you? Well, yeah, where does he go? Um, you know where I say Jameis Winston goes? Las Vegas. No, he's going to go to the <laughs> Washington eat. Redskins. Ooh, I was going to say there's a lot of buffets in Vegas with crab legs. So oh, he, he may end up there. I'm going to go. Jameis Winston gets shipped over to the Buccaneers. To the Buccaneers? <laughs> I'm not sorry, not to the Buccaneers. Gosh dang it. To the Redskins. To the Redskins. It's late. It's late. I. That's my excuse. No, he's going to get shipped over to the Redskins. That's my uh, – because right now, that who's the quarterback they just drafted? Uh, Haskins. Boy, that's not – it sure hasn't started out pretty, right? So um, I could see the Redskins get, taking a guy like Winston and say, all right, we've got a veteran. You're going to learn behind him, and Winston's going to show you the ropes, and Winston's going to be like, all right, all right, come here, come here. I'm going to show you how to throw for 4,000 yards and 35 interceptions in a season. So – just sit back, watch, and learn. And uh, so, do you uh, think and, the Redskins release Case Keenum in that instance? Oh, I'd have to add him to the list now too. Uh, yeah, I do. I think so. Okay. I, think, I think the Redskins are done with Keenum. Okay. I, he has a, dang it! There are a lot of quarterbacks out there. Dang it! Once one domino falls, this is going to be crazy to see. Like if people just hang on to what they have, or if right. they're like, 
hmm, Jameis Winston, if we could just tweak his stupidity habits just a little bit and maybe he only throws uh, 18 interceptions, maybe we have a shot at a at a steal, you know, something like that. Right. But it's going to be interesting. So you, yeah, so Keenum's gone, and you've got Winston, and you've got uh, Haskins. Haskins. Who With starts the, I, then? I think Winston at the start of the season's going to. Okay. You know what? They're going to let him fight it out in camp. Who starts? Mm. I think I think they're going to do what most like yeah what most head offices do. You know, Winston won the job, and then, you know, when the Redskins are 0-3, they're going to go, okay, it's time to put Haskins in. You know, they're going to be like, oh, we need Haskins to learn the system and sit behind, and then it's going to be, they're, you know, they're going to be like, like I said, it's going to be like 0-3 or 0-4, and, and they're going to go, well, we may as well throw Haskins in there, and then Winston will be back on the bench. I, it's so This is tough because, obviously, free agency hasn't even started yet. So I'm really – I'm kind of spitballing. That's the idea. we got to spitball here and see if we can throw some mud at the wall and make something stick because that's just basically what you can do right now. Next one is Cam Newton. Does he stay? Is he moving? I, I'm going to answer this one first. I think Cam Newton stays. I think Cam Newton will stay in Carolina. Um, I think there's enough upside there. You could probably, if you wanted to trade him, I don't know what the cap space hit would be, but uh, um, if you wanted to trade him, you could probably get some pretty decent value for Cam Newton would be my guess. But I think the Panthers, the Panthers are in that kind of precarious position because they're like, what is it, pick nine in the draft, um, eight or nine in the draft. So by that time, more than likely, Herbert's gone, Burrow's gone, probably two is gone as well. Um so I think you're better off. I th- actually, I think Carolina, if the Giants don't get Simmons, the linebacker out of LSU, I think the after Keekley um, retiring, I, that makes the most sense for me for the Panthers. But I think the Panthers keep Cam Newton. Tyler, agree, disagree, see shipped out. You know, I from all from all um, reports I'm seeing, Cam Newton is going to stay, but there's. I can't remember how many millions of dollars worth of why he should leave. I think it's like 23 to 26. I can't, I can't remember how many millions of dollars he's due this year. And I'm going to say by the beginning of the season that Cam Newton is no longer a Carolina Panther for those reasons. I like it. I like it. Birch has left uh, the mic, so we'll, we yes. can go back around. Uh, here's an interesting one, Tyler. Philip Rivers, Philip and his many children, Rivers. Yeah, he's got um, a football team that he, yeah, he could just you know he's put out on the field right now. It's a defense, I he think. Could, yeah, he could put an XFL team out there if he wanted to. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's like, that's kind of terrible, but it's true. Um. Philip Rivers, man, where do you see your Rivers landing? See, I thought Rivers would end up in Tampa because okay. that's where he that's where he moved to. Oh no, um, kidding! And so he moved to Florida. They moved he moved his family out of San Diego um, before the official announcement came out that the team and himself were parting ways, um, and he moved to Florida. And so we talked about it with Hema uh, a couple weeks ago, and I thought he would end up a Tampa Bay Buccaneer. 
I still think that that's a good shot, a, a good place for him to land for maybe a couple years as kind of a stopgap guy if they choose to um, maybe move up in the draft and grab Love or Herbert. Maybe they even like Tua enough to move up to grab him. I don't know. Um, but I almost – I'm hearing as well that Indianapolis – is a place for Philip Rivers. And I don't know how he fits in there unless they just like cut Jacoby Brissett and and then because I don't think Rivers is going to a place to sit for a couple years as a backup. Right. I think he's made enough money. He probably wants to start his final few years in the NFL. I think the best place for him to be able to start, I mean, look at Carson Palmer. He went to Arizona at the end of his career and did decently under uh, Bruce Arians, who's the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. Mm-hmm. I see that as a decent fit. and I, I, So I guess I'll say that the Buccaneers will land him, even though I'm hearing a lot of Colts rumors. I like that. That actually, when you'd spell that out, and think of, again, the weapons that the Bucs have. You know, Evans... Howard, the big tight end. Uh, who, who's the other guy on the outside? Uh, I'm missing him. Evans, Mike Howard. Evans. Mike oh, Evans. Perryman. Perryman. I think he's a yeah. free agent, though. He is a free agent. He's. I've seen ties to Las but Vegas. It's, it's similar to <laughs> what. It, it, it's it's similar kind of to what he had in San Diego, as far as you know, Allen and uh, uh, Benjamin. Uh, so, uh, and then, you know, we took, what's his name? Uh, um, uh, Williams. Williams. Yeah. So, so big bodied wide receivers, big body tight end. Um, gosh, it almost makes me want to go back and change my pick, but I'm going to, I'm going to let Tyler ride with that one, but that's good. That's sneaky. Good. I like that. That makes sense because rivers, that's an upgrade for the Bucks, in my opinion. I think Rivers over Winston is an upgrade, and I think Rivers can do just can make two or three more better decisions in a game than Winston does to to allow the Bucks to go from what were they last year? I'm looking at here. Uh, Tampa Bay was a seven and nine team to a nine and seven or an, even a ten and six type team. You know, Bucks lost a lot of close games. It seems like that's kind of their mantra too. The Bucks lose a lot of close games, um, but I like that. I like uh, Rivers to Tampa Bay. Birch, we're ta- we're on Philip Rivers right now. Where you got him going? What what do you see? obviously he's not staying in L.A. Um, where do you see him ending up? Um. That was my first choice was Tampa Bay as well. Um, but I don't know who throws more interceptions, him or <laughs> Jameis Winston. I know, right? <laughs> I don't know. I Philip Rivers seems to... I mean, he has moments where he looks like the old Philip Rivers, and then right. he's just... Then he other times like he's old just... Old Philip Rivers? Old Philip Rivers, like chucking it up for whoever. <laughs> like, I don't... I mean... I wouldn't won't take a flyer on him, obviously. I don't want him in Las Vegas. Right, right. But I would probably have to lean towards Tampa. I don't... Indianapolis just doesn't sound... I don't no. know. It just doesn't fit. doesn't look... Right. I don't know. Um, all right, so the next one. Uh, I'm going to... I'll start this one off, too, because uh, why not? 
I could do what I want, right? It's a free country. Tannehill, Tennessee Titans. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm conflicted, gentlemen, because there's a really juicy tr- like switcheroo that I think could happen here. But I think at the end of the day, Tannehill coming off the bench in what was it like week five, week six, and doing what he's able to do in Tennessee, I think Tennessee would be just absolutely idiotic to not try to figure out a way to keep him aboard. So I'm going to say Tannehill stays in Tennessee. Birch, agree, disagree? I would agree with you on that statement. Um, I think even though Tom Brady is Tom Brady, he is also 42. Um, Tannehill is very young, and he did an amazing job coming in, filling in for Mariota, and I mean, took his team to the AFC Championship game. Obviously, they had a killer running game, but I mean, I in the if you're looking for success in the long run, I would stay with Tannehill. Um, I don't if if they do sign. Tom Brady, there's no way Tannehill stays in town. Right, right. And that's what I wanted to mention. I thought, if well, we'll get to that in here in a minute. Uh, Tyler, Tannehill, stay, go. What do you say? There's a little bird that lives in Nashville, Tennessee, that uh, told me a couple weeks ago there was a certain quarterback's wife who was in Nashville, Tennessee, looking at private schools schools for their children. And uh, there's a, that would happen to be my little sister who actually lives in Nashville, Tennessee, and uh, was very much, that was very much in the news there. This is, this is my guess. This is a wild guess. I'm going to say, that Tannehill does not re-sign in Tennessee, and he will go elsewhere. He will end up, I was just thinking of where he may end up. Um, I don't know. Where where would he end up at? That's the question. Um, I don't know. I don't know who would take a fire on him. Um I could see him backing up somewhere like in Detroit or something like that. I could see like the Lions going, you know, we take him and like Yeah, but I think he wants to start. I think I think he has starting potential. And he signed up in Tennessee. He well That's he got true. traded there and yeah. was like all of a sudden he comes off the bench and he's playing like a man possessed. I think he kind of earned that. Um I just I don't know. Who's got room for him, though, right? Like, Right. Who... Right. I don't know who has room for him on their roster to start. Do you, do you look it's... at, like, a Miami or a Colts, and they say, you know, one of these teams that's going to draft a rookie, and they say, all right, we're going to bring him in to, you know, you know See, duel it out. Indianapolis is weird to me because they put so much behind Jacoby Brissett. Right. And right. then, so are they just going to cut him? Uh, or, or I mean, if you draft somebody, you've got Brissett, and then you've got Tannehill. If you don't cut them and you sign Tannehill, I don't think he goes back to Miami. That's where he was drafted. I don't think you're going to see that. Um, I, I, I honestly, maybe he ends up in New England. 
Yes, that's what I thought. That's honestly what I, I, I kind of want it to happen. But you when you look Brady at, for Tannehill, you flip it, and here's why: because because the the Titans, if you pair Henry and Tom Brady, Tom Brady's never had a running back. Like Henry, and I want to keep saying Hunter Henry, but no, it's Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry, and and Tom Brady. You have AJ Brown, the budding young wide receiver. There, um, you're going to get Delaney Walker back from injury, if I'm not mistaken. And Gronk. Um, <laughs> sorry, Gronk. Sorry. Okay. Okay. Um, you know Tennessee. Where are they? They're oh, they're pretty far up. But I mean, you know, you go out and you get a. You know, you draft a wide receiver in the first round, you know, add another young stud wide receiver. Uh, you know, one of these guys like uh, uh, we were just talking about a guy out of LF- LSU, Jefferson, you know, somebody like that. You surround Tom Brady with a, de- a, a you know, a lunch pail type defense and an offense with some better weapons than what Brady had last year. Um, then all of a sudden, Tennessee. I feel like Tennessee is after you know they've tasted a little success and it's like I think they're going to be in kind of a win now mode. Like they're going to look at it like we've got like the next 2 years to try to get that ring, get back to the Super Bowl. And I think Brady gives you the best chance to do that. And then on the flip side, the Patriots obviously see the writing on the wall. You know, it's time to move on. And so who better than to bring in a guy like Tannehill, who's younger, and that you can just, who's, I mean, he's not Tom Brady, but out of all these, the free agents, to me, it makes the most sense. Tannehill's got the experience. We've seen what Tannehill can do. Um, and I could see Tannehill heading up to New England and, and even leading the Patriots to, you know, a nine, 10 win season type of it, 10, maybe even 11 type win season to, you know, uh, the Patriots, they seem to just be able to pull W's out of their hat every year. So, um, with no matter who's there. So, um, that was kind of one of my juicy takes for the pod. Um, yeah, that's, I could see that Tyler, I kind of interrupted you, but I, I like that. I like that thought. Thank you, sir. Next one, Teddy Bridgewater. This one's another, like, you know, he stepped in. Saints, what did he go? He won, like, what, five games in a row or something with the Saints in the middle of the season? I mean, yep. did really well. Um, is there going to be a team out there that's going to want to pay for his services? I I think so. Who do you got? If, do you have a name? I, I don't. But I can see, you know. I could see Bridgewater ending up in New England too. Right. That's yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it's at the end of the day, I think let's maybe let's address one of the, the elephants in the room. Tom Brady, where does Tom Brady go? And I know I'm changing the subject, but no, that's fine. I think Tom Brady ends up back in New England. I really do. I think that's what's going to happen. And, and so that maybe makes Tannehill stay, they, they figure, oh, well, he's staying in New England. Tannehill, we might as well sign you to a contract extension. He stays in Tennessee, which, 
you may see some people not move at all. Winston may not go anywhere. He may yeah. stay. I mean, it, it could it could be a giant like crazy change of scenery, or it may just be the same exact thing as we saw last year. Yeah. Um, but I think if I were Teddy Bridgewater, here's what I would do. So I know that as I'm sitting on the bench, I'm not getting any younger, but I also know that I'm not making my reconstructed knee work as much. I'm still strong and I'm still, I'm still, you know, I'm hanging in the shadows because one of these days, Drew Brees is not going to sign another one-year deal and he's going to be like, guys, it's time to spend time with my family. I'm done. Guess who gets to step into a perfect situation to succeed? Teddy Bridgewater. If he stays in New Orleans as a backup for maybe another year or two. But I mean, at that time, you step in and you're like, okay, I know the offense. I have weapons like galore. And the defense is pretty decent. Is that not what you hope you would like inherit Right. Like that's what that's what Patrick Mahomes inherited, and look what he did. He went and won the Super Bowl uh, with the Chiefs. And so if I'm Teddy Bridgewater, I'm kind of like, yes, I do want to start, but why not wait like maybe another year? Maybe Breeze plays one more. Well, he's going to play one more year. And then I just kind of sit back and relax and you know learn the offense a little bit better. And maybe they make a Super Bowl run. I don't know. But I, I think I would stay. If I yeah. were Teddy Bridgewater, I would stay there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. that um, You're right. Well, you know, uh, uh, Birch, you get to this. Then I'll, I'll, I'll switch back to the Teddy Bridgewater thing. Uh, where do you see him staying, going? you have any thoughts on Teddy B? A real comeback story. Good for him. Yeah, I mean, it's a great story. I, this quarterback carousel is going to be quite interesting this offseason between the draft and, well, I mean, you have free agency first. So that could determine a lot of where players right. go, whether they stay, whether they go. Um, I don't think he's going to find a better situation like Tyler just talked about than in, in New Orleans. I mean, yep. it's kind of yep. set up perfectly. Um, as much as I like Taysom Hill, I think Bridgewater would – win the quarter starting quarterback and Taysom Hill would stay in the, that role of the Swiss army knife. So I think he's got a, probably the best situation possible that's out there um, with all these other big name quarterbacks coming in free agency this year. So I, I'd yeah. say he stays. Yeah. It makes the most sense. And uh, what I wanted to mention and Tyler, you mentioned it is I do feel like this could be all for naught. Right, I, I've got I've got like a strange. We're looking at like all these quarterback names. I'm going, good grief! There could be a massive shakeup in the NFL, but it, I do feel like uh, the 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 cornerstone of this. The um, uh, what do they call that? The, what, what's that stone in the middle of the archway? Uh, the keystone. The keystone. Thank you. Is Tom Brady, and if Tom Brady stays. I feel like the whole archway for the most part is just going to stay intact. I think you're going to see, like you said, Titans are going to stick with their guy. I think Bridge, uh, Teddy Bridgewater stays. Um, Cam Newton stays. About the only shakeups I could see, um, 
the Bucks, I could see them doing something different. Um, and Jacksonville, I think, is going to have to do something different. Either just see, try to flip foals for maybe a you know third round pick or something like that, and just get him gone. I don't know what what they're going to be able to do there, but I think Minshew's the the best option for them. Um, but yeah, I could see this like all like of this big storm brewing, and everybody's like, "Hang on!" And the next thing you find out, you know. Brady's inked a two-year deal with the Patriots, you know, and and Belichick, and they've talked in the offseason and said, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're, we're going to go out. We're going to get you one of these good wide receivers in the draft. We're going to go out in the free agency and pick up, you know, whoever's out there. We're going to go. We're going to go spend some big money in the free agency on a wide receiver. Um, we're going to get you set up and let's make, let's try to make one more run at a ring, right? Let's, let's go for what was, what, what, what would it be? Seven? Uh, don't they have six now? Patriots do? So yep. a seven would be the most out of anybody, correct? Out of yes. all teams. So I could see them going, look, let's give this thing two more seasons. Let's go and sit atop of the entire NFL with seven rings. How about it uh, for the Patriots? And and so, um, which which to me, if I'm Tom Brady, I think I'd be pulling for that. I think I would even take less money and stay with the Patriots and end my career there. And chasing that, you know, a seventh ring for the Patriots dynasty. Um, that allegedly, makes the most sense to me. Allegedly, he is at, like, and I think they said this last year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but he's acting like he is, or he's going into this offseason as if he is going to be a free agent picking a new team. That is the buzz around Indianapolis that mm. I am reading is that he feels allegedly that he is going to be on a new team this coming year. He will no longer be a Patriot. Wow. But I also heard that last year, if I'm not mistaken, that he was like, yeah, I'm going into free agency. I'm not, you know, yeah. I'm expecting to, to go elsewhere. Um, and he didn't. I've also read that Bilicek and he are, like, waiting for the to see if the new uh, CBA, CBA is going to be ratified or not. And how that's going to affect salary cap and uh, contracts and and the like. So I've also seen that in there as well. So lots of also yeah. This recently it says that his Tom Brady's reps meet with the Raiders, Chargers, and others at the combine. So who knows what's going on? Right, right. And the Raiders have met with five quarterbacks <laughs> at the uh, at the combine. Whether you like it or not, Raider Nation, and I, it seems like it's split down the middle. It seems 50-50. I think the Raiders are definitely curious to see what Carr's value is. So that, to me, tells me that, obviously, they're looking to upgrade the position. I, I, think, I, they, I think they believe that there is an upgrade to be had at the quarterback position which tells me that they're not 100% sold on Derek Carr. I think a lot of the quotes that you've seen that Carr is a great guy and he's done real well and we're really happy how we've built around him, like that can be taken. That that sounds so politic to me without getting into politics, but it sounds like such a politic answer, right? It sounds like such a, like it's like that that could mean anything. There's nothing it wasn't like last year, right? Where like I think it was Mayock came out and was like, Carr's our guy. He's our guy going into this season. I haven't heard anything 
close, like that resembles like that's the certainty that Mayock and Gruden had last year, where it was like, no, Carr's our guy. Like, what? I don't know what, how else we have to tell you. Carr's our guy. Um, it's all been like this. You know, we're really pleased with how Carr has progressed. We like how we, you know, what we've built around Derek Carr. You know, maybe we can put some more pieces around him. But I, I think it there, there's definitely whether it's for this season or they're looking into the future. Going, look, we got to have a plan B because another seven and nine seasons not gonna cut it with Derek Carr at the helm. By year three, year seven in the NFL, like we need to have something better. Go. What, what, I saw a stat today. What he's only in front of well, who's like Jay Cutler and some somebody else as far as for most wins or something like that in the first six or seven seasons or, or least like playoff. It was some weeks we had it in our chat and it was really bad. It was so if Derek stat. Carr starts the season opener for the Raiders, he will be first quarterback since the merger to start seven straight season openers for a team without ever appearing in a playoff game. That's Ouch. one of them. Another one of them was um, 29 QBs have started 40 plus games since 2014. And these are both from Josh DeBow um, from the a associated press, I guess. I'm not sure. Uh, the 20.3 points per game for Raiders, Derek Carr in those games ranked 27th in that span, only ahead of Jay Cutler and Case Keenum. Mm. Yikes. Not great stats. Getting back to the car and this offseason and the free agency, to me, unless you can get Joe Burrow out of the draft, you're better off sticking with Carr. I even with like as far as I wouldn't move up to get Herbert. I wouldn't move up to get Tua. In fact, there was a report today, you know, take it or leave it could just be smoke, but um, they weren't, the Raiders weren't all hyped up on Tua. So I think as far as draft wise go, you're, you're way better off, you know, going after a Hertz, you know, in the second or third round, or even of a love starts to slide. You know, we've seen these guys, they get hyped up and then, you know, they're not taken till day two. Uh, and I right. think love, yep. I think Love has that potential, to be honest. I think Love, you know, people are like, this guy, oh, he's moving into my top 10. I could see him as a top 10 pick. And I could see Love being like a mid-round two pick. And everybody's yeah. like, oh, oh, might get a lot of value there or something like, you know, something you crazy might. like that. Right. Let me, right. Read, let me read a quote before before you, we were talking about quarterback position from from my favorite reporter, Vic Tafer. Um <laughs> Sarcasm strong with this one tonight. Uh, he said, "At quarterback, this is John Gruden was asked whether putting the pieces around Carr would get him to the next level, that level we've all been waiting for. At quarterback, sometimes you get better because of your experience in the system." Gruden said, "Sometimes you get better because of your supporting cast, and sometimes you get better because the play calling is better." So we've got to continue to improve that position, and we're set out to do that no matter how we do it. So let me pose this question. Do you guys think that John Gruden feels that he's a poor play caller? No, I don't no. think John Gruden thinks he's I don't a think, poor play caller. Do you think John Gruden thinks 
Carr has no supporting cast. Uh, I think John Gruden thinks that they need another weapon or two, but I don't think John Gruden thinks that this is a bad group of wide receivers and running backs and offensive line. No. So that leaves me with one thing that we're changing. Right. <laughs> and here's, and here's what I think. happens or not, right. it won't surprise me. It right. won't surprise me if he's gone. It won't surprise me if he stays. And honestly, it's that lukewarm. Yeah. Do you ever hear the Packers talking about Aaron Rodgers in the offseason? I don't care who their head coach is. I saw a tweet today saying, well, no matter who, you know, your quarterback is, if if John Gruden is your coach, you're just going to have QB rumors. Were there rumors about the starting starting quarterback when uh, Rich Gannon was playing with the Raiders? No. No, there weren't. There were no rumors. Granted, there wasn't social media back then either. But do you ever hear on social media, all the Packers are rumored to be moving on from Aaron Rodgers? No. Or the Seahawks moving on from Russell Wilson or, uh, you know, good quarterbacks that are, are moving on. You don't hear Chiefs it. might be shopping Mahomes. Right. You, know, you don't yeah. hear that. Do you get Patrick Mahomes? No, you can't get Patrick Mahomes because he's a franchise quarterback. If Derek Carr, bless his heart, if he was a franchise quarterback, we would not flipping here all of the crap that we have heard for what? The off seasons now? Like it started when when Gruden came in. Oh, he's going to want his own quarterback. He doesn't want to work with Carr. Last year, same thing. This year, same thing, If, if not even worse. So to me, the best way to have dispelled those rumors was to actually go out and win some games. Sure, he had yards. Sure, he had touchdowns. Sure, he kept his interceptions low. But the only thing that matters in the NFL is wins and losses. As much as you might not like it, that is what matters. Right. And 30, what, 33, 39 wins in seven years ain't going to cut the mustard. Nope, nope. Not not making $25 million a year. Not getting paid top-tier quarterback money. Not being at one point the most, you know, the highest-paid quarterback in the NFL. Like, you you got to have more than that. And I think that's the point at the end of the day with Carr. And that's uh, uh, they could have done what they did last year. Like I said, like Mayock coming out and just saying, Carr is our guy. They haven't said that this year. And I think when, when, when Gruden says – something like that where he says look at the play calling you know you know we got to improve the play calling i think gruden is calling the right plays i just think i think what gruden is either coming to realize or 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 um seeing is that Carr isn't deciphering the play call that he's putting out there and Carr is going more often than not the safe route in that play call and not, you know, trying out the one-on-one matchup down the field, not trying out, you know, not waiting a half second longer for the crossing route to open up car is that's my opinion. That's what I think what I mostly what I see there. I think that's, if anything, Gruden saying from that, um, Gruden's going look, like we said, does we think Gruden's not calling the right place? No, I think Gruden's going, look, these plays work, man. 
I, I know they work. I don't see Gruden going, yeah, I'm not very good. I'm a little rusty at this play calling thing. I, yeah, I'm going to have to get my head back in the game. No, I think Gruden's going, this is, this is awesome. What I've got drawn up here should work. Now I just got to have guys that can execute it. And two years with Carr, I'm thinking he's having doubts. I think Gruden's going, I don't know if Carr can execute this offense that I have drawn up. I think he can execute it the safe way, but I we can't. And the safe way works when we're in a two-minute offense and the defense is in prevent defense. And so you can dump the ball off on a little five-yard dump route. And sure, you know, the pocket rocket's going to take it for 20 yards because, you know, seven defenders are, you know, 25 yards downfield trying not to give up the big play. And so we go down and, you know, we win the game because, you know, the defense is playing prevent defense. So, anywho, uh, I I think it definitely opens the window. And I think the Raiders are shopping Carr. And to get back to the question, I think Carr, it makes the most sense for the Raiders after saying all of that. If you can't get a Burrow, there are no other quarterbacks here that I'm very high on. I think it makes the most sense to stick with Carr this year. I'm personally, I'm kind of over Carr. I want Carr to do well. I want everybody to do well on our team. Like, I want Jacobs to do well. I want our receivers to do well. I want Carr to do well. I, I hope I'm eating crow this time next year. And I'm going, man, I can't believe we made it to the AFC West title game or the Super Bowl or whatever. But I just don't see right now Carr leading us there. And so, but that being said, I don't think there are better options in the free agency right now, personally, to take over Carr. And I don't think it's worth moving up in the draft to, to you know, to give away a first round pick to go get a guy like Herbert. I, it just it doesn't make sense to me. So I think it makes sense to keep Carr. Carr, though, to me, is another very interesting option for, and I know a lot of people aren't going to like this, but very interesting option for the New England Patriots because I know it's cold up there, but I think the type of offense that the Patriots run with guys like Edelman and the two little scat back running backs they have up there, uh, I think I think that would be like perfect. That would play into you know, Carr's play type perfectly. And I think um, I think you would have to look at the Patriots if they move on from Tom Brady as being potential suitors for a guy like Derek Carr. That's all I'm saying. I, I could see it happening. Um, I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe the Patriots took a... It kind of, in my weird little messed up mind, kind of makes sense for the Patriots. And especially if the Patriots are like, look, Oakland, you know, we have... Where are they? Where, where are the Patriots? We have the 23rd overall pick. We'll give you our 23rd overall pick. We want Carr. And we go, uh, yeah. Because we'll uh, the Patriots yeah. are going, look, Carr's young. We've got a decade with this guy, maybe more. You know, so yeah, we, we've got our next quarterback for the, you know, for the next decade. And we, we can, and, you know, for a 23rd overall pick, we will take that all day long. I don't think Oakland, you used him correctly. Um, and I think for our type of offense, he'd fit in right perfectly. And we're going to be back to going back to the title game with Tara Carr. Um, and that would really suck if that actually <laughs> happened. But anyhow, Derek Carr, guys, we'll get to it. Bert, starting with you, stays or goes for Derek Carr? Oh, I, I agree. I think he's going to stay. 
I mean, as we talked about it before, I don't think there is another option out there in the free agency, and I don't think that the Gruden's going to want to start his first year in Vegas with a rookie quarterback. I just don't think that's going to be feasible. But uh, the, the options out there, I mean, what we've talked about, Tannehill, it's kind of an interesting option for the Raiders. He's kind of a mobile quarterback. Uh, maybe can make things happen with his feet. But I do think Derek Carr stays. However, I don't like it because I'm, as a lot of people, I know there are some car lovers out there. I like the guy, but I'm just, I mean, heading into year seven, what have you done for me? Right. Nothing. Like, right. you come out there, um, yeah, you're, you're, good. I mean, you're a great dad, you're a good good family guy. I want somebody with the killer instinct on the football field. You come out every game and get the guys huddled together and say, number four is going to give you all he's got. You give me all you got. But sometimes I don't feel like we get that. And I, right. I don't. At what I point want... do you feel that Birch? Would we throw it away on fourth down? We <laughs> when throw you're it down two touchdowns and it's fourth and goal and you throw it out of the back of the end zone. Yes. Is or you fumble you it, it or when you fumble it out of the end zone. <laughs> Yes, uh, all of the above. Anyway, yeah. Um, and another thing, I'm. I want to win in Kansas City. I want to win in Denver. Like, right. like, right. we need to find somebody that can do that. That's got the moxie. Oh, uh, yes, the moxie. I was <laughs> I was going to say something else, but that probably wouldn't <laughs> have been appropriate. So, <laughs> yes, uh, I do think he stays. But I would not be shocked to see us, like you said earlier with Jalen Hurts, trade into the second round or early third round if Hurts is still there or some other intriguing quarterback prospect to groom behind Carr as kind of a prodding device saying, hey, you better get your crap together or you're going to yeah. hit the road, Jack. So. Um, yeah, I think he stays, and I think it's probably the smart option right. is to use the 12th and 19th pick, maybe trade back in the second round and get another. I mean, we talked about this in the chat. You have right now, um, previous last year, weapons. You had, I mean, I guess you had Dar Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Hunter Renfro came on there in the end. Um, Tyro Williams hit and miss with the foot injury, but you add in a CD lamb or a Jerry Judy right. the, with the offensive line that we have that gives you Tyro Williams, Jerry Judy, CD lamb. You take your pick Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs. You have zero excuses anymore. Right. Hunter like, Renfro even. Yes. Hunter Renfro. Um, so yeah, I think, you got to get – I hate the excuse of getting more weapons because people win with less weapons all the time. Right, um, right. These These people that are not stars need to step up their game. They're in the NFL for a reason. Show me what you got. So, yep. I mean, that's kind of an excuse, but I would say draft. Get a couple other weapons, if you will, and then uh, fix the defense. <laughs> Oh gosh! Yeah, can we please, especially the linebacker position? Yeah, Tyler, are you in a are you in accord? Do you think uh, starting twenty twenty, 
Derek Carr quarterback of the Oakland Raiders, or is he captaining another ship? Um, I think he's still on the Black Pearl. I like it. I like it. The Black the Death the, Star. The, the Black. Get out of here. Yeah, you know what? Get <laughs> right out. You know, actually, I, 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 I was thinking about that the other day because, as most of Raider Nation knows, we are spearheading the um the name the Black Pearl for the new Raider Stadium. At the end of the day, man, I don't care what you call it. We're all Raider fans, but I'm gonna call it the Black Pearl as long as you know. I I don't like the Death Star. Blew up twice. Seems pretty vulnerable to me. My pitch for the Black Pearl is it literally survived everything the sea could throw at it. It survived a kraken, for heaven's sakes. You know, it survived. Um, uh, shoot, it's, I think it survived the kraken. Did, did it actually get? Attacked by the Kraken. It did I, get attacked by the Kraken. It got pulled under sea, but then it was saved. Alas. That's, that's yeah. right. It got saved. Um, it got. It survived. Was they call it a maelstrom? The, the, yeah. the big swirly thing in the ocean. Um, it survived in a bottle for many years. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. It survived. Uh, you know, bigger ships attacking it. What? And it's still at the end of that flying series. Dutchman? Yeah, at the end of that series, the Black Pearl, when you leave the Pirates of the Caribbean series, series at what, like movie 23, the Black <laughs> Pearl is still is still sailing the seas. At the end of like the 28th Star Wars movie, there is no Death Star because lo and behold, it was blown up for the second time. And I like something that uh, can stay afloat and that can, is still captain is still captainable at the end of the day. And I don't and like to be captained by a freaking pirate. Right. We're pirates for heaven's sakes. That's the right. autumn wind is a pirate. Uh, somebody gave me that excuse the other day. They were like, oh, we're not buccaneers. So I was like, well, technically we're not the buccaneers. We're still pirates, though. You know, we're pillaging and plundering. Uh, you know what? As was Last I saw, stormtroopers weren't pillaging and plundering. Stormtroopers no, were just like getting their butts kicked. Yeah, they can't shoot worth beans either. <laughs> so, um, and then they were getting blown to bloody rags on a Death Star. So, I'll, to give me the Black Pearl. That's just my two cents. The Black Pearl is here to stay. I'm and, sorry, I got you off on a tangent. Yeah, yeah, way to go, Birch. But I do have to say, it's been fun because we've had quite a bit of like we've had. I feel like this grassroots uprising of people that are like the Black Pearl. Yeah. I like that. That's a great name. So that's been fun to see. Actually, quite a bit of support for. I feel like that's what you get when you come to the Behind the Eye Patch podcast. You get education. You don't just get like a willy nilly like, oh, you know, I think it should be this. Like I've got, I feel like a strong argument for the Black Pearl. And you know what? Fight me for it, right? Fight me. But anyway, I don't come at me, bro. Yeah, come at me, bro. Hey. Let's throw it out. Swing first, foo. Swing first. So. Anywho, I don't I don't care what you call it at the is end. Is that of the how day, you but... do it out on the river? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is indeed. When I'm out making my videos, anywho. Um. Uh. So, all right, I like it. I like it. Car. I. I've got a feeling all this is going to be for naught because I think everybody's going to pretty much end up staying where they are, and then Philip Rivers is going to go to Tampa Bay. I really like that pick, by the way, Tyler. Um. If that comes to fruition, um. We all have to give you some mad props for that one. But I, I, I like Philip Rivers going to Tampa, making half a dozen more kids, 
and uh, leading the Bucks <laughs> to the playoffs once or twice down there in Tampa Help Bay. So. The twins, that's all it takes. That's right. That is all it takes. Anything else you guys have? Anything? Uh, like I said, Combine just started. So Jalen Hurts um, ran a four five nine forty. Like that. Like that. You know, I noticed Herbert uh, was like four seven one. Lamb late. ran a four five one. Oh, Tyler, and... guess what? Guess who ran the slowest oh, forty time. Right. Out of the quarterbacks, wide receivers, and tight ends. You'll never guess. Rich Eisen. Gosh dang it, Tyler. <laughs> who who are we gonna take at number twelve overall? Who's your biggest fear? Jordan Love? No. Your Try boy again. Jake Fromm. Fromm oh, the Fromm. 5.0140. Oh. There's 325 pound linemen that run sub four, sub five. Come on, that's who it'll be though. But how big are Fromm's hands though? Eight inches. They're tiny. Yeah, they're the tiny little man. Slow and slow as tar. (laughs) And that's why we'll take him number twelve. No, you know what's gonna happen. I'll come at you, bro. If we do. What's gonna happen? Judy's gonna be on the board at twelve, and we're gonna go ahead and take rugs. Because of this, I feed, don't baby. mind that. It, it wouldn't I, be the worst thing. It I want be the, lamb. It wouldn't be as bad as from. Like, give me got, all the lamb in the this. world. Imagine this. Okay, we get to like the perfect, like something crazy happens, and there's like, uh, you know, you've got Simmons. Chase uh, Young goes two, and then you've got Tua, and then Herbert and love all go right there and then you've got okuda that's gonna go up there you've got to throw in a couple tackles and say you've got like isaiah simmons sitting there and then you've got cd lamb sitting there and jerry judy sitting there rugs even is sitting there and friggin we take from from georgia like this (laughs) nasty nightmare of a draft pick and you're sitting there like The, you know I the sad part, part is, is that I'm it dumb. probably could happen. I know it could. That's no, why I'm saying it right select. now. I wouldn't put it past us. Jake from Georgia. State Jake from Georgia. Oh my <laughs> is god! It Jake hey, guys, from done. State Farm. They would burn the strip down. They would burn yeah, that it, mother down. It and nobody's gonna stop them either. Because no, it, it, Derek Carr would be sitting there like. Yes, yes. There's no way this guy's stealing my job. I'll jump on a plane and join the brigade down there. <laughs> oh, gosh. It'll be like $25 on Allegiant. That's right. Oh, so, dear. Yes, I, I apologize. That is like my ultimate nightmare. I thought you're – I don't like Jordan Love either, so I I, I, I couldn't think of who ran the, the slowest time. But, yes, Jake from from – State Farm. Just kidding. Georgia. From State Farm? I love it. C.D. Lamb, I think he was done for the day, right? He pulled a hammy? No, that was Ruggs. Oh, that was Ruggs. Oh, okay. Ruggs. He's burning I don't know if there. he pulled a hammy, but he had ice he had on his ice. legs. Is that right? Yeah. So C.D. Lamb went on to make an amazing catch. Yes. On that corner, uh, that fade route to the end zone. Ridiculous. CD Lamb to me is just like a walking highlight reel, in my opinion. I, I think Lamb is going to be like a. Uh, 
he reminds me of like a he reminds me of a, a DeAndre Hopkins type yeah. receiver. Well, and this I think is just be idiotic if he's there at twelve. If we were like, you know what? No, we're gonna take Jefferson, wide receiver out of LSU. I would just be like, oh, shoot me in the face. No, this is gonna be a flashback to when Lane Kiffin wanted Calvin Johnson, and we take freaking Jamarcus Russell. Not Lane going to be the same. Yeah. Oh, never mind. I'm sorry. Shoot. I'm going. Am I right? Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. And so instead of taking CeeDee Lamb, the Las Vegas football Raiders select Jake from State Farm. Or we'll take like a defensive tackle. And I'll be like, (laughs) oh, come on. Like, like, no, don't do this to me. Uh, hopefully not. We need a wide receiver. I, honestly, I'd take a Judy or Lamb at 12, and I'd like to take, what is it, Patrick Queen, linebacker out of LSU at 18. Or Murray. I, or Murray. Or I'm Murray. seeing a lot of good things about Murray as well. I'd take either. I would take either. That would be an awesome first round. But we've already discussed this. We don't draft first round linebackers. They're well, fifth rounders. You know what? Or maybe six. we're gonna up. Maybe we'll up our game this year. We do have three third round picks. Maybe we'll go ahead and snag a couple of linebackers in the third round. You know, really start to maybe shake things up in the draft for the old Raiders. So. Well, you know what? You can wish in one hand and spit in the other and see which one fills up first, Micah. <laughs> oh my gosh! What? My goodness! I don't need to be attacked like That's that. That's a sensitive subject. Linebacker position. Jeez. Been Tyler. years, eighty-four years since we've it's had a been years. <laughs> Hey, you know what? You know we're getting perfect back. So the linebacker. Oh, for the love. Line. Yeah, it's for what? Two games. Two games until <laughs> exactly until he gets his <laughs> Tukas kicked out of the league forever. Oh, jeez. You know what's going to happen too? I don't. I'd actually be surprised if the Raiders brought him back. To be honest, um, but I would take perfect over Whitehead. I think yes. Whitehead. Yeah, Whitehead. Uh, probably I know that might be cut. slanderous to some people. I feel like Whitehead. Uh, bless his heart, man. I feel like he wants to be a Raider. I feel like he tries really hard, but at the end of the day, you know, when you're filling up the stat sheet with you know ten tackles in the game, it's like yeah, but you tackled him after he ran twelve yards like that. And he you can't know, cover the, anybody. Yeah, it doesn't. It's not the same. It's like yeah, another solo tackle after you give up you know the eight yard out route you know in the flat on a third and four. And it's like, well, yeah, he got the tackle. You know, the stats look really good, but uh, on field, when you watch the film, it just it doesn't cut the mustard, in my opinion. So, anywho, Tyler, we have a phone call. Can we get to a phone call here to, to yes. round out a well-rounded show, if, if give, I do say so myself? Give me just one second. So here's a name to watch. He's a wide receiver from Baylor, Denzel Mims, okay? Um 4-4, he ran a 4-4-40, and a half inch vertical, and a 10-foot, 11-inch broad jump. He ran the three-cone shuttle in 6.66 seconds, which is nuts. Wow. So Definitely a Raider. That's a name to uh, keep, keep in mind um, for the draft, maybe. I'm not sure where he will go, like probably second round, I would guess, second, third round, kind of with those stats. But anyway, keep your eyes on that. I was sad about my boy from Florida, 
Van Jefferson has a Jones fracture in his foot and has to have surgery. I was looking forward to see what he could do at the combine, see if he could build his draft stock, but yep. alas. Alas. Shucks. All well, right. Well, I guess we will it. get to that phone call. What's up, Tyler and Micah? This is John from Twitter. Just wanted to call in. My favorite show. And uh, first off, support the uh, Black Pearl conversation, the Black Pearl uh, poll that we ran, the conversation Black Pearl or uh, the Death Star or any of the other names. I was on your side, and I get it. It is a very black, shiny gem uh, out in the middle of the desert, looking good. Uh, we're pirates. It's a badass ship. Sorry for my cussing. Anyways, uh, I, I liked it. I got your point. Um, and then secondly, with the Mike Mayock interview yesterday and the comments about Carr, kind of left it open for a possibility of improving, but at the same time giving some support to Carr. I thought he did a really good job. Really grateful that we have Mike Mayock. Uh, I think uh, we're going to have a good future in Las Vegas with him and Gruden, and I like the fact that he's so transparent about evaluating all the time. And then I'm wondering about your guys' thoughts as far as quarterback. Do we stick with Carr? Um, looking at the free agents, is there a free agent you like that could fill that role? Um, I know that ties in with a draft also, but is there a guy in the draft without trading up? You could see falling to 12 or later that you would actually want to take in the first round, or, or if not, do you trade back in the second? Is there a guy you like second or third? Just curious, guys, uh, what your thoughts are on the quarterback position or if you're just – uh, you're good with Carr for now, and let's address this horrible defense. I'm good with both, honestly. Uh, hopefully not a quarterback in the first round. Uh, all right, guys. Hope you uh, have a good one, and thanks. John, thank you so much for the call. See, another supporter of the pirate ship. And again, you know what? He had a great point. Our stadium is black. Guess what color the black pearl is? It's black. You know what the Death Star color was? It was gray. It was like a light gray. So get out of here. It makes even more sense to me now. And now I dub. I, I want to. I just want to throw this in there. Now, since we are all insiders here on the uh, um, podcast, I want to throw this. Um, we are, um, uh, we, we should have little segment called pearls of wisdom, you know, black pearl. You like that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Came to me while I was listening to that call. John, thank you so much for it. I, you know, we kind of covered the quarterback situation. Yeah. There's no quarterback unless you get burrow for whatever weird reason, you know, maybe there's a, a video that comes out of him. He's got, you know, a bong mask on his face and he's smoking and he ends up dropping to the 12th overall, uh, uh, him and his tiny hands drop to the 12th pick in the draft. Um, there's nobody else. There's no other quarterback worth picking. Um, I'd rather 
play really terribly in 2020 and pick up uh oh what's his name from Clemson next year? Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, Sonny. Um, uh, next year in the, in the draft, I don't. I hope we don't play terrible. Hopefully, um, our quarterback position. Hopefully, Carr goes out in twenty twenty and just slays it. We go like thirteen and three. We <laughs> go to the AFC Championship game. Yeah, I did actually. I did we stay it every year. So anyway, uh, I just I want people to know I want him to be good, man. I really do. But I'm like we're seven years into this thing now, and I'm kind of tired of it. So especially after watching the 49ers go from three and thirteen to the Super Bowl, and watching the Chiefs go from like mediocre season after mediocre season to the Super Bowl in two years. So I'm like, actually, it's yeah, Super Bowl. So come on, man, like. It can be done, right? Same thing with the uh, the, the the Eagles, man. <laughs> Mediocre at, and terrible at best. Um, and then all of a sudden, bam, go to the Super Bowl. So I, I want it to happen. So And it can be done. Don't tell me it can't be done. And I'm seeing rumors. People are like, well, we're still rebuilding. You can take that and just shine it, it right out nice. of here. Yeah, because... <laughs> We are not rebuilding anymore. We're not in any rebuild mode. We have foundation pieces. We've had foundation pieces for about four years now. And so we've got enough talent to win, I think. There are just, there are just, yeah. So don't get me started on that. Anyway, we're supposed to be wrapping this up. But um, yeah, I agree with John in the mid-rounds. We covered all the quarterback. Do you guys have anything else to add he, to that? He point? had a great point. He's like, I'm glad we have Mike Mayock, and I am yes. too. Because if we had, no offense to Reggie McKenzie, but we would be picking, I can't even remember his name anymore. Second round pick, way big reach out of Illinois. Jihad. Jihad Ward. Those kind of picks just drove me bonkers. Just Jay Hall. Bonkers. Yes. So anyway, I'm glad we do have Mike Mayock. I think we're in good hands. Let the board play out. and I'm Best interested to see what's going to happen in free agency. See if we can get some big names to Yeah, to we're going to we're gonna have to revisit all of this uh, after free agency because that's going to really set the, set the stage for the draft. So, gentlemen, got anything else for Raider Nation before we sign off? Don't be stupid and don't fall for all the rumors that are floating around. <laughs> wow. Well, I do have to say, though, an insider has told me that there is a strong connection. That's why I brought it up between the Patriots and Derek Carr. And <laughs> so there's there's strong interest there if the Patriots do move on from Tom Brady. So I don't want to obviously reveal my sources um, yeah, because bro. that's just a rule of thumb. You don't do that. But uh, my sources have told me that that's um, be, keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that. In fact, you might see me tweet about that later. So, anywho, just look for the blue check mark in my name by it. So, Raider Nation, anywho, thank you so much for listening to another episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. As always, keep the faith. Hang in there. We have been for 20-plus years now or so, maybe 18 years. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Just win, baby.